In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. If the priest told you that you should take a camouflage uniform, put on your military belt and boots, don't forget your helmet, and clean and prepare your rifle, you would probably be surprised or think that something very serious is happening or think that your priests have definitely lost their minds. Some would think of the Crusades, others might think of Lepanto. And yet, that is exactly what St. Paul asks of us. And not for one particular event, but for every day. St. Paul, when he writes this letter, he is in prison. And having Roman soldiers with him all the time, he observes their, their ensemble, and he says to us, look, this is how a Christian should be. Always ready to fight for his God. Always ready to defend him and also to defend himself. For St. Paul, the, the Christian must always be girded with a military belt, which is the symbol of keeping our passions in check. Do not let sensuality dominate you. Always have the virtue of justice as a prestige, for only a good conscience, that is, knowing that what we are doing is right and good, can protect and strengthen our soul. The, the military boots represent the, the readiness to go out, spread the gospel, and defend it. The shield is the faith, a firm faith, is impenetrable to the attacks of the enemy. The helmet guarantees the warrior's chances of finding his head on his shoulders at the end of the fight, just as hope of heaven guarantees that we will be safe and sound after the battle of this life. The sword, which he calls the sword of the Holy Spirit, is the word of God. Because our words, what we think, are just poor, useless words. God's words, God's plan, have a power that we do not have. And all should be surrounded by prayer. And this is what would follow today's episode. Is St. Paul calling us to join the trenches? Yes. But the daily ones. St. Paul has just described, in fact, the totality of the Christian spiritual life. So, for the enemies, the, the battle is inevitable. It, it's always been like that. 
Christians of all ages are always under attack, and the devil uses a whole range of means. Sometimes the attacks are external, we can say, the government, the political parties, which promote immorality, everything that could harm the Catholic Church, it remains, it remains external. Sometimes the attacks are closer. The Christian is attacked in his own home through films, um, almost all the media, government's media. Um, for years, they have been the, the messengers of these attacks against everything that is right and just. They come into our homes to soil and, and turn us away from our king. They come to the children's schools to tell them that what comes from God, the church, all these things, must be avoided, that they are their own God. But even closer, it can happen also with the friends, colleagues, even family members who, who are not Catholic. They, they feel guilty when they see that not everyone follows their evil inclinations, their evil path. So uh, to, to avoid this feeling they have, they try to bring down the righteous so that everyone finally is like them. But there is still the worst enemy, and this not outside. This us, our bad character, our passions, our lack of strength. So in order to face all these attacks victoriously, St. Paul describes the Christian warrior's outfit. Dear brethren, our spiritual battle is divided into four main parts. We must be well armed and not, not neglect um, any part. These four parts are union with God, fighting against the prevailing weakness, spiritual and faith formation, and love of neighbor. They are all important. The, the Roman soldier of St. Paul um, cannot fight in uniform, yet barefoot, or with a helmet in perfect condition, yet without the sword. Likewise, it is difficult to win with the rosary, but without the catechism, or pure as an angel, but mean to one's neighbor. We are all fighters. And St. Therese of the Child Jesus was indeed a, a nun, but having understood this episode, she did everything in imitation of her favorite saint, St. John Clark. St. Ignatius, Ignatius of Loyola left the arms to take the cassock. But he was only switching 
to take up spiritual arms for life. So, dear brethren, here is our soldier's outfit, our belt to master us, to master ourselves, and our breastplate of moral righteousness is in the fight against our principal sin. So, I give you the deadly sins and think in the one you most often fall into. Pride, envy, gluttony, lust, anger, greed, sloth. We always fall more in one of them. So now think of the virtue that is opposite to it. So humility against pride, kindness against envy, uh, abstinence against gluttony, chastity against lust, patience against anger, liberality against greed, and diligence against sloth. Once you have found the, the virtue you have to practice, you must apply it concretely every day. That's your daily fight. For example, if it's anger and you have to be patient, do not say, I will be patient, I will be more patient. Great, wonderful. It's not working. I will be patient every day with this person that I see every day. At this moment, if it's in your family, it can be the dinner, for example. So something concrete, the, the struggle for virtue, is a concrete struggle, not a general one. And choose only one virtue. You cannot open more than one front. So by practicing this, uh, by practicing this, you will put on a real uh, breastplate and put a real belt on your soul, your soul of a warrior. The shield of faith and the helmet of hope uh, you can only get by knowing God, by knowing the, the spiritual life. <clears throat> knowing God, knowing his ways, means reading the word of God, reading the lives of the saints, explanations, explanations of the spiritual life, the catechism, Going to conferences, Saturday's ones, Father Mela, very good ones. Faith must be known. There's no faith without knowledge of God. And without faith, no shield. If you don't know the way to heaven, you have lost your helmet, the, the, the only thing that protects, protects what is the most important. Your boots to walk for God and your sword to fight for Him are in your love for the neighbor. You want to convert someone? Don't explain to him or to her what he should do. Show him what you are doing. 
Don't say to the people, we have to love our enemies. No, show them that you love your enemies. Don't say, yes, Christian, we should pray. No, pray. They have to see you praying before the meal, after the meal. Angelus. Be an example in the family, at work, on the street. It is by continuous example that people begin to feel comfortable with the faith. And for the sword is by being ready to be an apostle when the time comes. It's an offensive art. So do, do not refuse to explain the faith, um, to promote it. A sword that is not used will eventually rust. We must be careful that it's always ready. And all should be done in a spirit of prayer. Because without it, well, nothing is possible. There's a lot of people who try to fight for God, to do a lot of things for God, but without God. Your force, your energy is not on you. It's here. So you have to take this energy where it is, here. The Eucharist, frequent confession, talking with him, nothing without him, everything with him. Dear brethren, we must all have a heart of heart of Gallic lords to fight heresy, a heart of Jan Sobieski to repel the enemies of the faith, a St. Louis heart to defend God. But, but the enemy is more often within us than outside. So let us know how to recognize the enemy. Let us know how to fight. Let us be ready to be wounded and let us be ready to get up again every time. It's a battle. Let us take the flag of Our Lady and if we are faithful soldiers of her son, no doubt she will be there to welcome us to our final home, heaven. The name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.